Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, Morgan Long? I see you're already in the lobby, and what's up to the rest of the OG5? It's another Tuesday, and we are back kicking it live, as always, like every week. And joining us once again from Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. All right, all right, all right. Future so bright. You had to wear shades. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. I think eighties music was overrated as a whole, as a whole uh, genre. Pop music and some of the rock music, yes. I mean, that as for mentioned song, I study nuclear science. I wear my clap. I wear dark classes. No, I study nuclear science. I love my classes. I got a crazy teacher who wears dark classes. Things are going great. That's a decent song. Although I'm a little confused right now. I was looking at our Facebook feed, thinking I was looking at the live feed, and kind of threw me into a time warp. There, <laughs> there's, there's another song for you. I was gonna say there's about a three second delay. What yep. song? What song is that? Ten buck three. Time warp. Isn't that a B52s or some crap? Well, we know we had Rock Lobster. Well, you talked about crappy 80s movies. What's up, James? Long by Neil Campbell, Patrick Quinn, and Richard O'Brien. James, where were you tonight on the the live stream on TikTok? Rocky Horror. I'll get to that in a moment. I had a stellar night of fishing. Stellar last two nights. But before we get to that. Oh, hot fishing talk here on the What's in Your Head podcast. Gordon burying his needle because he can't lean away from his mic when he raises his voice. But anyhow, um, had a... Cape Coral in general had a weird morning this morning. Started out with Carrie calling me. Isn't, isn't, isn't Cape Coral just weird? Um, it's weirdish. It's definitely. You guys have heard me complain ad nauseum about the amount of accidents that happen on Del Prado Boulevard every day in Cape Coral, Florida. Del Accidento Boulevard. It's main thoroughfare. It's two lanes, three lanes most of the way. Two lanes, some of the parts, and every once in a while, when you throw in a turn lane, it's a four lane road. It's the main road the hospital's on. Um, it's the main thoroughfare through Cape Coral proper. My shop is on Del Prado Boulevard. I travel up and down Del Prado. No lie, there's at least two to three accidents a day. And so, uh, <laughs> like that? That's me on at the kid with the uh, mute Somebody button. Somebody just got yelled at. <laughs> so, I've had my Garmin for about... I don't know, three or four years now. You got your Garmin shortly after I had mine, right? Yeah, I just realized I got the same color band you got too on accident. What, the black one? Well, I got a OD green. I have the OD green, but I took mine off, put the black one on back on a while back. La-dee-da. Um, but it's been what three years? I did my first OCR and my first Savage Race in 2019. So I got it two weeks before my that event because i was a i was captain fitbit prior to that but fitbit wasn't waterproof and i knew it wouldn't survive a savage race and so carrie got me one for an early birthday present mm-hmm. so 1920 21 22 that's a pretty good long run but the battery is now lasting three to four days if i'm lucky which was about the average of a fitbit brand new i charged it last night and it's got about three quarters away um I, because I, 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 sorry, I, 
Space Cream. Can't, can't, can't. Nope, that's can't can't say those lines anymore. Where are you at when it comes to ringtones? And no, I'm not swaying. I'm staying on topic. I don't care if you sway or not. My ringtones, I do. God, I really just try to keep it down on on vibrate. But uh, depending on where I'm at, I, I do have a couple of select minor factory songs built into it. Remember the late 90s, early 2000s with the proliferation of cell phones? You couldn't go anywhere without hearing ringtones going off? No, absolutely. Now you rarely hear them with the exception of the old guy who forgets to turn his off. Because just about everybody keeps them on vibrate mode. Um, Because of the line of work I'm in, I have become... It's- that's about as old school as you get. <laughs> um, Stop. Okay. Due to the type of work that I do, and I've been doing since 2004, usually when my phone rings, it's because someone's having a problem. And so my cell phone has become, pa- I'm very Pavlovian. I, I literally get anxiety and like want to scream when I hear a ringtone. Plus all the years I worked in radio, I just turn my ringtones off. My watch vibrates. I know when people's calling me. I can see who's calling me. I can see the text messages, etc., etc. So I don't have my ringtone on. And because of the lack of life in the battery of my three-and-a-half-year-old Garmin, I plugged it in last night. Mm-hmm. And um, I hear this morning around 6.30... Carrie's voice. No, I hear da, da, da. this is a message from Carrie over the Alexis. Call me now. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, see, you got one of them Alexis. So that's in my kitchen. I am not a heavy sleeper. Usually, a text message that vibrates my arm would wake me up. Now, what time in the morning is this? Oh, I can tell you exactly what time in the morning this is. This mm-hmm. leads me into one of my topics. Carrie. Possibly. Um, scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, do, 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 do. I don't know. I'm going to say about 6.30 a.m. Okay. And so I call her up and she's cursing me. You son of a bitch. At first I thought she got in a car accident because the way she was upset. And then you found out that there was no bodily harm or damage to vehicle. No, I okay. found out that um, I'm still trying to give you an exact time. Six forty-one a.m. No, six thirty-eight a.m. I had four missed phone calls. I called her back at six forty-one. Apparently, Del Prado was at a screeching standstill. It's it's at a standstill. Is it actually screeching? Well, it is when the guy who's at the end of the standstill is not paying attention and he looks up and sees that everybody's at a standstill and he slams on his brakes to prevent okay. it from causing a four-car pileup. Yeah, that's how that works. So it's at a screeching standstill. And she does what everybody else does. She gets on Google Maps and puts a route to work. But Google Maps, I'm sorry, Apple Maps, not Google, because she switched over to the dark side. And has not downloaded Waze, which is owned by Google, and uses the same technology. But Apple Maps tells her to... Well, the, anyhow, the, they route them through a side street, but due to the, all the canals in Cape Coral, there's only like three ways to get past Del Prado and get on down the road. And so she's been sitting on this back side road because they're basically funneling 
three lanes of traffic in a single single lane thir- residential thoroughfare. So everybody's sitting there. It's morning rush hour traffic. And so as apps tend to do, it's trying to tell her to get back onto Del Prado, which she can't do because it's at a screeching standstill. And so she's trying to get a hold of me to help navigate her through work by looking at Google Maps on my phone and telling her which way to go. But she can't get a hold of me because my ringtone's off and my Garmin's charged, and luckily she got a hold of me through Amazon Alexa. So we get her to work. All's fine. She gets there in time. And she's talking to the resource officer. She's like, God, there must have been a huge accident, a huge pileup on Del Prado. Explain what happened. He said, no, there wasn't a huge pileup. There was a body. There was a body found in the road. Well, that's inconvenient. A body, you say? Yes. Um, We don't have all the facts and figures, but the best as we can tell, a body got hit by once, maybe two, possibly three cars before someone realized what it was and called it in. So since they don't have a driver or driver's plural, they just have a, I'm assuming a mangled body, they got to do an investigation. So the whole damn intersection is blocked off. Just happened. And I'm like, wow. So that was at seven in the morning. I get up and I do some work from the house and doing some remote logging stuff. And then I got to go run some wire and I hop in the old truck. And I'm figuring, hey, it's 1041 in the morning. I'm going to head on down the road. Let me guess. If there's a dead body in a road, there's an investigation that ensues. I'm sure you're headed down Del Prado because that's where your shop shop is. They're probably still doing the investigation. It's probably going to run into the afternoon. And so I'm heading on down the road and the traffic slows down. And I said, oh, yeah, that thing this morning that I already forgotten about. But I'm savvy, see? One of the things Gordon and I prided ourselves on when we grew up in One Grove City, Ohio, is we knew all the back roads and all the residential neighborhoods that skip main thoroughfares to get you from point A. No navigation. Point B and everywhere in between. And that, in fact, I've been driving these roads as part of my job since 2004. And I knew that if I get past this canal up here by the orthodontist where Nugget gets her braces, I can hang a left and then hang a right and take the side street that runs parallel with Del Prado all the way down to the Walmart parking lot, I travel through the Walmart parking lot, hang a left, and go down the thoroughfare that runs behind Staples and Publix. I can basically ride this thing down, skip it for miles, bypass all this traffic, and get down to the bank and Starbucks. Surely the traffic's gone by then. <laughs> you got to go to the bank before you go to Starbucks. How much are those coffees these days? $5.83. Um, <laughs> so I take my secret squirrel road and there's no traffic and I'm laughing and suckers driving on down and navigating through Walmart's parking lot, go around, hit the second road, suckers pull into the, uh, spillway where my bank is. And there's a, in between the bank and Starbucks, there's a light. So you can hang the right, hit the light and pull out on the Del Prado. Well, wouldn't you guess that I'm a monkey's uncle? Guess where? Possibly, maybe, all I don't know, this person allegedly got ran over. Guess where that happened at on all of Del Prado? In front of Walmart. No. I've already made it past Walmart. I've ventured down to Ulta and where the bank and Starbucks is. Where right the red, in front of Starbucks. At the fucking intersection where the light is that led you to make the left turn on Del Prado to get to my shop that's four blocks away. Now, did you... Uh consult your google maps to see where there would may have been an accident or where uh, the... why would i do that after all they don't suggest... i mean you just complained that somebody else didn't have google maps so... they don't suggest you use your phone while driving after all 
Well, I mean, it's before leaving the house. Hey, I knew there was an accident over here. I dumb plum forgot about it, because after all, this was four and a half hours later. (laughs) (laughs) You've never experienced dead bodies in the road before, have you? And so I could not hang a left. They were routing everybody to the right, circling back behind Starbucks, going up to veterans, and then spilling people out on Del Prado, to which point I said, fuck it, went back the other direction, went back to my house. I'm going home! Did some more remote work, <laughs> then grabbed my ladder and took the longest route to Fort Myers to bypass the traffic. So, all that being said, if you. How look- much extra gas did you spend the day? <sighs> Too fucking much. Too much. Oh, that brings me to another topic. So, we had. We just got our car back from Volkswagen. They had our car for damn near 30 days. Our, Sweet. Our lease was up on the third. We took it. We went in to trade it in on the twenty seventh. They had nothing to trade it in. Did the, they at least wash it for you? Uh, Half assed. They didn't even get the. Um, they didn't get the pollen marks off from the tree that she parks underneath at school. But anyhow, so we no. dropped it off and needed a heat seater for the driver's side. Uh, um, the heat seater. The heat seater. I always call it the heat seater. I don't know why. So we need oh, a heat North seater. Dakota, Dakota. Seat heater for the driver's side. The passenger window would roll down, but when you rolled it up, it would stop a quarter of the way and then roll back down and roll back up. Yada, yada, yada. Ron, I'm in the middle of a podcast. I can't talk to you right now. Thank you. Um, so that needed fixed. My AC recirculator would shut off at random. And seat, window, AC. And the radio would sometimes not turn on, and sometimes the reverse camera wouldn't work. Okay, hmm. well, this car is four years old. It only has 32,000 miles. If you're doing a math at home, we had a four-year lease. That's 42,000 miles. In four years, we were under our mileage. And it had no cars to trade in, so we bought out our buyout, which was fucking nothing, cheaper than a used car. It's like 10 grand. So much so that two weeks later, the bank called and said, hey, come re-sign the paperwork because you have so much equity in your car that you never drove that there's no reason for you to pay for gap insurance through your car payment. Cool. So we dropped the car off, got a loaner car. Do you think the value of Volkswagens have gone down? Well, that's a good question because we've had a 2005 Jetta, we've had a 2012 Jetta, and a 2018 Jetta. Mm-hmm. And we get our car back um, 27 days later because unbeknownst to us, um, not only is there a supply shortage, but um, by the way, Volkswagen gets some electronics out of uh, this little country called the Ukraine. And I don't know if you've heard... But there's a little bit of a upheaval going on over there. There's a little skirmish. A little scuffle. A little disagreement. Which, by the way, if we all followed Putin's logic... Is we- it, wait, wait. Is Ukraine a little country that's next to a big country called Russia? Yeah, and if we all followed um, I Putin's logic... I Harris. If we all followed Putin's logic, we could go to the homes that any of our grandparents formerly owned and say that belonged to our family at one point and go in yeah, and take it back at gunpoint, right? Well, that he owned, they owned Alaska at one point in time. Well, I mean, his whole thing is these are Russian people. These were our people. We were here first. We're taking it back. Well, my grandparents owned that farm back in the 30s, so I'm taking it back. That was my great-grandpappy's farm. But I digress. God damn it, get off my land. So we get it back, but to answer your question, I would suggest that maybe Volkswagen's quality's gone down a little bit, but maybe not. All three of our Volkswagen Jettas, we have had radios replaced under warranty all three years, 2005, 12, 18. They all peter out, take a shit. Um, The 2005 Jetta, 
about six months after paying it off, we traded it in because it started having air conditioning problems and um, we just like, and the headlight buckets are starting to fade. And so we just traded it in, got a lease, traded it, rode that lease out for three years, had to have that radio replaced and then got the new lease. And here we are. So we got the Volkswagen back. That worked it's out. It's like fine. a familiar tune. Yeah. So we'll probably sit on that thing maybe a couple months. And if some car lots actually get some inventory, maybe we'll get traded in for something other than a Volkswagen. Don't know. You'd be pissed that those radios are actually made by Blotpunk. <laughs> well, the there's L- a name from the past. The Lunar car was cool, but it was a base model. Not that ours is anything hoity toity, but we did have the turbo. And when you're used to driving the turbo and you go back to a standard four banger, it's like, ugh. And, you know, cloth seats when you're used to leather and all that stuff. But anyhow, it was nice enough. But um, where was I going with all that? I don't even remember. Oh. So we got our car back. Oh, you were asking about the amount of gas I spent on my Tundra. <laughs> yeah, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. You just, we just went to Grandma's house and back through well, the woods. <clears throat> yeah, so we've been I've been driving the Volkswagen more. The Tundra, I just... I don't know. I don't even want to look. It just sucks. Got to go down to the payday loan and fill up my truck. And then you're really screwed. Yeah, right? You need to take out an equity loan on my house. Which, by the way, my mortgage company's blowing me up, want me to do. But I've seen those new interest rates, and I'm not falling for that shit right now. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Well, you know, we can also do it, I guess. Everybody's well, talking about it. Uh, let me guess. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Jada, I love you. Nope. Oh, GI Jane. Stop, stop. Where is it at? Done. Fucked up, son. I did. Where did I put it? TikTok. Oh, the wrong board. The wrong board. Gotta fire your producer. Steve. You already fired him. Yeah, you know how many Steves there are in the world? They just reproduce. Okay, let's try it again. We'll just pretend none of that happened. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Yeah, I heard about the Oscars. I can't believe he did that. You know why he open hand slapped him instead of punching them, though, right? Because paper beats rock. Yeah. And if Jada can't take a joke about alopecia, then that's hair loss. Her loss. Yeah. And this has been the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. But yeah, we must get into it. As a, as a guy married to a woman with alopecia, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty rough on the ladies. Would you slap a bitch? No. On TV. And you know, and what's interesting is a lot, and there's, you know, you got your conspiracy theory. So that's well, all let's set get it, up. Let's play the clip for those who are living on a rock and haven't already heard it 38 times <laughs> the rest of the day. there. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Says he can barely hear me. <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Put my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's 
name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. Oscars have had they had to love that, right? Hey, we got we got to do a mic check. Everybody saying they can barely hear me. I just listened to it. Um, huh. You're a little splattery because, like I was saying earlier, your your mic is burying the needle. But I'm I don't know. I was just I. Huh. Well, while that was playing, there's a bit of a delay, but I just listened. Okie dokie. We'll keep talking and wait for this um, G.I. Jane stuff to get by. May, may have been when I made a comment real softly. I don't know. There was a bit of a delay, but I was listening to it while everything else was playing. So there's a lot of people out there. There's several people out there who says, oh, this is fake. But if you think about it, it wouldn't make any sense because that would be it's just the way everything went down, right? Hold on. Uh, hold on. Here you go. Why would hold on. Hold on. I just listened to it. Um, Huh. You're a little splattery because, like I was saying earlier, your your mic is burying the needle. Great pod. I don't know. I was just I huh. while, while that was playing. Can you hear yourself? Delay, but I just, yeah, I I could hear hear myself. My horrible horrible voice uh, quite well. Anyway, but uh, there's it wasn't fake. No, because he wouldn't do that. that. That's like risking his career. I mean, why would he even do that? Well, one. It, why would he set himself up to do a fake bit like that, right? Well, one, if it was a r- fake bit, there would have been like you know, theatrics. Yeah, it would have been like a uppercut. There would have been like a ground him by the arm and doing there, like there a would've, there would've been some music. There'd yeah. been some music in the background, you know, and in, in a little slow mo action. And furthermore, yeah. Will Smith came off looking like a real bitch on that. Yeah, but he was the bitch slapper, not the bitch slappy. But yes, you're absolutely right. It just he must have been emotionally sensitive at the time. And what's interesting is he was laughing too, and they looked over at her, and she was not. Well, laughing. that's the thing. Have you been keeping up on the Smiths? No, but she apparently wears the pants in the family. Well, this has been going out back a few years because it came out when I worked at Stan and Haney that basically she told the world that uh, they have a relationship. Well. She does. He doesn't. She basically goes out and fucks whoever she wants. He's kind of the cuck. And so his family's kind of been the joke of jokes for a few years. Between yeah. that going on, his his semi transitioning son or daughter, whatever that that cat's deal is. And I think he just had enough. I think he's just tired of. And the crazy thing was is two things. One that really wasn't that bad of a joke. No, it wasn't. I just said your wife looked like Demi Moore in her prime. Um, and two, you listen to Adam Kroll as much as I do. I actually gave up on today's show. No, it has nothing to do with today's show. But you know that when Jimmy hosts the Oscars at Adam Kroll, along with uh, is part of the writing staff of eight to nine other people. Yes. Which means that that was not a Chris Rock joke. That was a joke written by one of his writers over the last few weeks because leading up to the Oscars, they basically find out who's sitting where, what's on in the headlines, and they, they all the writers submit jokes, and then, yes, he approved it. So it probably wasn't You even don't a, think Chris Rock ad-libs a little bit of that stuff? He may have, but there's a good chance that because, as you know, we've heard Adam go over this ad nauseum, they know where the seating charts are. They actually have photos of where people are going to be sitting so that the host can make light banter once again hey you look like gi jane it's not like you said anything super rude so there's a there's a 60 percent chance that i keep wanting to call him kid rock chris rock took a slap for a joke he didn't even write 
because they're so damn busy going up to that stuff that you know i i don't know i see the thing is is none of the clips show the leading up to it they just hear us say oh i love you can't wait to see we don't hear the the four jokes prior to that so because he said that's no, not even a rough one so it's like there was a list of jokes he chose the least rough one and then got slapped for someone else's content but he did say it and then what everybody else is talking about the fact that will did apologize to everybody but chris now i know to do what we do you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be See, able been to have talking about him and his family talk for a while. crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Um, Everybody but Chris. Fuck him. <laughs> but... I don't know. He did ultimately apologize to Chris, though. There are some people saying that um, I guess they're considering taking his Oscar from him. At the end of the day, I really don't care. It's Hollywood. Me neither. But the, and that was my like the day this came out. I got on TikTok. I'm like, you know, he apologized to everybody. What <clears throat> what the hell is he apologizing to Oscars for? They need this bump in ratings. No one has watched the Oscars in years. They're dying on the vine slowly. They went through all this, what, the last three years where they didn't even have a host because everybody they would potentially bring on would get canceled two weeks prior because someone would pull up an old tweet. Yeah. And so, you know, they were dying for this publicity. You know they're loving this stuff. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think that they were, they were that upset about what happened. I'm sure they're loving it because it's the most views and eyes, especially from the younger cats, that they have experienced in a while. Yeah. A little smackdown going on on the Oscars. But, you know, the WWE shit. I, uh, chair I'm it. torn. Uh, how do you feel about school choice? Um, being that I am a, a guy with no kids, I don't have a thought. How, what's your thought about the concept and the, reasoning behind the idea of school choice i think the concept is good but like all all things that sound good how do they work out in 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 a practical means and measures because when we were growing up your parents would try to buy a house somewhere in a decent neighborhood in a good school district so that you could get a good school and education right yep And now they have school choice, which Cape Coral has. Okay. And some of the issues with school choice, and I'm pro school choice at the concept of it. Once again, you know, if you're you're living in a bad neighborhood, you're struggling to make ends meet, but you want your kids to get a good education, your kids could, shouldn't have to suffer and go to a shitty school just because you're having a hard time making ends meet and you don't live in a good district. I get the concept and the idea. What are you folding up there, fella? A post-it note. I can hear every crinkle. You know, it's so funny. When I worked at, in radio, I I can close my eyes. and do ex Like, even now when I go back and listen to the radio, I know exactly what Stan Haney are doing in that studio just by the sound. I know I pick up on it. Every little, you could scroll your mouse wheel and I'll pick up on it. But anyhow, I understand the concept. Yeah, Stan, I bet that feels great when Don listens to the show. He isn't listening to the content. He's <laughs> listening to the, the background noise that nobody else hears. 
But um, the problems we have here in Cape Coral is, one, we've heard about the kids getting ran over in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. The reason kids get ran over the street is we have no sidewalks, we have no street lamps, and we have school choice, which means the school buses have to start early because some of the kids who live in Cape Coral who want to go to a school in a better district have to basically ride the bus for an hour and a half to two hours to get to where they're finally going. Now, is it all the same district down there, like Lee County School District? Yeah, pretty or? much. Okay. Pretty much. So if you're in Cape Coral, or if you're in Lehigh and you want to go to Cape Coral Elementary and they have room and you get picked in the lottery, whether your parents want to drop you off or if you want to transfer 16 buses and take the bus for two hours, it's an option. And that's why we get kids ran over because they're sitting on the elementary school kids and are sitting on the edge of the street super early in the morning because they got a two-hour bus ride. And we've talked about before, there's no sense of community in your neighborhood. You ride down through my street in the morning, you'll see four different groups of kids on the intersection because they go to four different schools. Super weird. But anyhow, I get the concept. But here's the problem I have. What if you live in a decent neighborhood? You know, not a great neighborhood, but a decent neighborhood. You know, the type of neighborhood there's only been two killings in 10 years. You know what? You're a quality, decent neighborhood. <laughs> Sounds like your neighborhood. Yeah, and your kid chooses five schools. One's the super great one I told you about where we went to the, the thing. They have all the cool shit. Now, the, the, the interesting thing about school choice is it turns the schools into basically businesses. And much like a business, you want to present yourself in a way that's different than your competitors, good, bad, or indifferent. And so what happens is like your Fort Myers High School, North Fort Myers High School is all about the arts. Think of like fame. Yes, they have your general class, but all your elective classes are like dance, um, video editing, robotics, um, set production, art, jazz. It's all based around music and arts and visual arts. So their whole thing is come to this school and you'll get all your generals. And then if you plan on going to, doing something in the arts, this is the place you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then this school say, okay, well, come to this school. We have JROTC. We got this. And, and so every high school, and then you just have the, Hey, we're here. Come get your basic shit and move on with your life. Well, out of the five schools, that- it's funny. We literally have a high school out here called Basic High School. Oh, we have uh, one that's in a strip mall that says "Your Diploma Your Way." <laughs> um, but anyhow, um, fantastic. Sariana is number two hundred and thirty-five on her first choice on the waiting list. She is going to school number five on her list. A school that if you Google the name, the first four pages come up, talk about sexual assaults that happen in the bathrooms. Oh, great. Yeah. So because of school choice and because of the lottery system, first come, first serve, and oh, by the way, we're going to send the better students to the schools that have the higher grade because we don't want you to bring down their curve and cut their funding. Um... Yeah. So well, now let's let's stop right there. Sure. Don't you believe there's something? I know it, <clears throat> I've heard this lately, last year or two, as a bad word, but a merit-based society or meritocracy. ASMR so for Don. Would, What's would, that, James? Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, wouldn't you? Yeah, that was me folding the paper. That was your ASMR. Um, What's that stand for? Just you ever zone out on like just kind of cool? No, stuff I know, the but there's people on TikTok who do ASMR like TikToks, and I don't. It drives Carrie nuts. I can't remember what the ASMR stands for. But anyhow. anyway, merit based. Audio. Do you think that um, 
that uh, the people who actually try harder and do get the better scores should have the first pick? Sure, but when you're doing a lottery system, you would think that people who live closer to that school would make up a certain percentage, and then you would have a percentage of people who get to choose to go there. ASMR, the Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, is a relaxing, often sedative sensation that begins in the scalp and moves down the body. And so... I'll call that getting high, probably, but whatever. Yeah, and so it's like... This is great. Uh, here's another example. Um, when I worked at uh, the radio station, we had a program director that was brought in from Reno. He was dumb on the fact that we had school choice. So him and his wife, being old-fashioned... Kind of dumb. Being old-fashioned, they went out of their way to buy a house in a good school district. Um, so no research went into uh, the operations? And the- oh, sorry, that school's full. We are sending your daughter across town to one of the worst high schools at which point she got her ass touched and slapped in the hallway like five times day one. Um, which coming from Reno, you figure they'd be a little rugged. But anyhow, um, got no help through the regular channels, called up district. I, you know, I bought a house hey, in this neighborhood. Hey, wait a second. As, as a resident of Nevada... The assumption that you, you think Reno is nothing but a shithole, but that's probably because you've watched nothing but Reno 911. Uh, he did uh, it it's again. Pretty, it's Cause pretty close, actually. Hurt someone's feelings. Yet he didn't want to do it. Yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out how you can. Yeah, help. he is. Write Better Mental Health, Box 3000, New York 1, New York. And so he went through the proper channels trying to say, hey, we bought a house. At, sorry, nothing we can do. Really? Because I'm the program director of a 100,000-watt radio station. <laughs> who cares, dude? Well, they did because when he went on the air and started complaining about it, guess who got a mystery phone call and said, uh, we found a place for your daughter at said well, school. Well, that's what bad press will do, right? Exactly. So when you try to not use your job and go to the proper channels, tough shit, fella. We go on the radio, start talking about it. All of a sudden, guess who found room? You got a moth flying around in there or something? Oh, uh, probably. Okay. It's it's a good yeah. chance. It's Florida. It's a bit buggy. It's I get Florida. It. We got birds, guinea pigs. You know, you never know. So anyhow, so it looks like your bird food got out. No, the bird food don't get out because, well, Bebop <laughs> eats it all and gets fat. Gets? Hey. So anyhow, we're dealing with school choice now and her getting the worst fucking high school around. So I'm like, Carrie, you're a teacher. At least send an email to district say, can yeah, we can't least, you pull some strings can't we at least get on. school number four out of the five we're not asking for one or even two but can we at least go to number four i mean they say it's a lottery system but they, they also probably take in effect and account the kids record not to not to pull the um sympathy card but maybe the kid who's adopted and had a rough childhood maybe help him out and give him a better school <laughs> I mean, come on. It's not like, you know, just saying her, her grades aren't horrible. She's had a rough go at it. Maybe bump her up to number four on the list, not number five. But anyhow, so we're dealing with that. So before there was the slap gate or the slap heard all around the world, there was the Taylor Hawkins story, which is pretty damn sad. For those of you who don't know, Taylor Hawkins, the former drummer of Alanis Morissette and the drummer for the Foo Fighters, 
Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, who died Friday in Columbia, had a heart that weighed double the average for men his age, according to the new report. Forensic experts during the examination found that Hawkins' heart weighed at least 600 grams. Don't know what that equivalents in pounds. Grams in there. Doubles the average of 300 to 350, three quarters of one pound. Thank you, Daily Mail. Hawkins, 50. Now, I don't want to be a dick here. But at some point, don't aging rock stars know that maybe you need to stop living in the rock and roll lifestyle? Yeah, because allegedly he had 10 different controlled substances. Hawkins Fifth was found dead Friday in a hotel room at the Four Seasons in Medellin uh, in Bogota. In his room, multiple drugs were found, according to the report that cited Colombian's authorities. Colombian authorities have found marijuana, okay, antidepressants, opioids, heroin. At least 10 different substances were found along with the ones previously listed. Saturday and he was in Colombia. Was there something Citing Colombian National Attorney General's office. Um, initially reported that Hawkins, a California native, had overdosed, but later backed it in a following uh, in a followed-up tweet. Quote, Colombian authorities' press release confirmed 10 substances found. Official release does not say overdose, but you do the math. I added that part. Hawkins died of cardiovascular collapse the Daily Mail reported Sunday morning, citing the Colombian news magazine Semana. Uh, police officer said that cocaine-looking powder was... You're in fucking Colombia. You don't have to go with the looking powder. You know, you know, if anybody on the earth knows what cocaine looks like, it's goddamn Colombian police. We'll take your word for it. But anyhow, lawsuits, lawsuits. Colombian authorities say that a cocaine-looking powder... Could have been Ajax. We're not sure. We didn't test it. Baby laxatives, man. Come on. What's seen in the hotel room? Uh, While national newspaper El Tirempo reported authorities found hallucinogenic drugs, but no signs of violence in the luxury hotel room. No, all the violence was inside his body. The authorities found empty beer cans, an open bottle of vodka, Coca-Cola bottle. That'll do it. That's anybody tell you out of all that shit, it's the Coke that killed him. Coca-Cola. It takes, it, it takes rust right off of metal. Yep. And some other uh, um, articles being analyzed by the authorities. After his death, tributes poured in, drummer behind an international Foo Fighters hit such as My Hero, Learn to Fly, and Best of You. Um, heartbroken fans, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, dude, Go ahead. Is it too early for me to... <sighs> it's a sad event, and it I'm is. probably going to get hate for this, but... Is it too early for me to say good thing Jay Grohl's also a drummer? Yeah. Okay. He's been down this road before. Yeah. See if he could do that and guitar at the same time. But it's and like, sing. It's like, seriously, dude, you're, you're 50. Mm-hmm. Stick with the weed. Let the other shit go. The Especially breaks, the bud. heroin. Especially the heroin. It's like, come on. Well, maybe he's trying to take the Keith Richards approach. Because that motherfucker's still going. Gordon, you work for a company that does things and I would assume that your company before doing things that cost them money they would put a little bit of research and time into whether or not the things they're going to do is going to have a return on their investment that's my job yes now let's say instead of doing what you do let's say you work for a nationwide gas station chain Mm -hmm. not for the gas station but in corporate and you decide, because of people like me who complain that their coffee sucks anymore, and no one can get a good cup of coffee at a gas station, 
Oh wait, is is there logo green and orange? Yes. And white. Okay. Okay. I think there's one across the street from my house. Yeah, that's the where the guy from Count's Custom blares his fucking radio all day long while you're trying to get some sleep. Yep. Okay, so let's say you're the marketing manager for this company, and you say, "Hey, we want to bring back good feelings and good coffee." And we're going to offer people free coffee if their coffee is cold. Now, you know your coffee is stored in what basically equivalents to a fancy thermos. Now, if you're going to dictate... They refer to that to as, as an urn, I believe. If you're going to dictate that your employees refill said fancy thermos before the coffee gets cold, otherwise you have to give away free coffee, and they're going to print up T-shirts, window stickers, signage... And all this other expensive advertisements, throw up some millions of dollars in ads, YouTube advertisements, and all this. Mm-hmm. Would you possibly research how long said coffee stays warm in said thermos? That actually should not have been researched. That should have already been known. Exactly. So the manufacturer of said thermos should say, "Hey, you put hot coffee in this thermos; it'll stay warm for no, two it, hours it, and twenty minutes." It's more than that. It literally should have been part of the training. I, I this goes back to McDonald's in nineteen ninety one. Okay. Yes, you're proving my point. But my point is, at the basics, you would know that the coffee stays hot for two hours and twenty minutes, two hours and forty five minutes, right? Yeah. Then it turns to shit, right? So Whatever if you know that your end goal is two hours and forty five minutes, how often would you have that thermos refilled? Well, it all depends on the volume of customers. But you're not. Uh, we're not worried about it running empty. We're worried about it getting cold because, once again, the guarantee is hot coffee. So if you know that the temperature of that coffee stays hot for two hours and 45 minutes, how often would you suggest said thermos is refilled? Every two hours. Sounds good to me. I complained about this once in the past and let it go. And I didn't really make a scene out, but I went to get coffee the other morning and I stuck my finger in there and I didn't get burnt, but it was, it was a little above lukewarm and I was buying it. Now what's your definition of hot, sir? A lawsuit at Burger King in the late nineties, hot scolding. Well, we need a temperature, sir. Um, so I, I basically said, Hey, just a heads up. Your coffee is about 10 minutes from being cold. I still bought it, still drank it. It was warm. It was only going to stay warm for about 10 minutes in my car, but about anyhow, it's only a dollar, whatever. To which he replied, and this is the second time I've gotten this reply. Last time I got this reply is when I actually stuck my hand in the coffee and it was as cold as a fucking Mountain Dew. We are told to refill the coffee every two hours, and we've got about 10 minutes to go. Well, it's going to take you 10 minutes to brew that son bitch. But going back to our example earlier... If you're a 7-Eleven and you know the coffee stays hot for two hours and 45 minutes and you're going to back it out to two hours so that there's never cold coffee so you don't have to give it away because after all you printed up t-shirts, window stickers, uh, Pandora ads, and YouTube. Hold on. How many coffee urns do they have? Six. Okay. It's It's not hard to do. Nope. Gotcha. But they are tasked with doing a lot more than they used to because now they're basically cafeteria employees who jobs occasionally ring up gas. Yeah, no, that's been something that's been going on for a few years, yeah. But my point is, is this is the second time it's happened. I fail to believe 
that 7-Eleven is going to tell you to fill it up every two hours, and that shit is ice cold at an hour and 58 minutes. No, you and that's I've, just some dude giving you a lame excuse. Exactly, and that's the job. second time from a different person. I've gotten the well, it's it's I'm 10 minutes into two hours. No, you're 10 minutes into three hours because, once again, that shit right, probably bud. stays hot for two hours and 45 minutes. I got a challenge for you, bud. Sure. Get an egg timer. <laughs> All right? When you refill it, you set that egg timer. When somebody like me comes in and bitch you, you can just pick up the egg timer, right or wrong, and say, this is how much we got. Yeah. But to me, hot is hot. It doesn't matter if it's two hours or whatever. Yeah, it's just like, quit telling people you're at the end of your two hours because we all know the coffee doesn't turn exactly well, man, cold. It's a dollar exactly. something coffee. What do you want? Hot coffee. As your shirt. The first time it happened, actually, I asked the girl, I said, what does your shirt say? Hot coffee or get it one free? And I, I stuck my hand in the coffee. It's like... This shit's ice cold. Well, I just filled it two hours ago. I got 10 minutes. It's like, no, stop. You filled it three hours ago and you forgot. That's fine. Whatever. This shit should be almost burning my tongue. Mm-hmm. That's hot coffee. Do, 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 do. So are you done with your coffee rant? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, cool. How long have we been ranting on? 45 minutes. Okay, let's do this real quick and then we'll get into the news. 12 fast food chains that use low quality beef. <laughs> Just because we love all, it. all, and all of them. Meat quality is something fast food customers are starting to wise up about, especially when it comes to how those uh, convenient meals are affecting their health. According to the certified nutritionist and celebrity chef, go ahead, say it. Serena Poon. Meat using fast food burgers. Wait, wait, wait. Her last name is what? Poon. P-O-O-N. Spell that. N. Poon. Literally poon. Literally poon. And if you give her some tang. Anyway, we'll move on. That was a horrible joke. Chef Serena Poon. Quote, meat used in fast food burgers usually come from industrial farms and is laden with antibiotics. You also can't be sure which cuts of meat you're consuming. Now, we do know from our time working at Wendy's that Wendy's does, in fact, use retired dairy cows. Uh, when it comes to determining the quality of beef, a good starting point is the annual chain reaction scorecard from the U.S. Public Interest Research Groups, or PIRG, because we like acronyms, which assign letter grades to fast food chains based on their policies and actions it's on an- and on antibiotics used in the beef they serve. Okay, according to uh, eatthis.com, at your main fast food restaurants, who do you think is the? Now, I'm guessing this is worst the best of worst because they start at number one. So don't we take antibiotics anyway? Yes. Okay. Now this is a little confusing because we just heard it said according to the National Celebrity Serena Poon, meat used in fast food usually comes from industrial farms that is laden with antibiotics. I have a feeling somebody with the name Serena Poon probably is not a good author. Now I'm going to say. Number one is going to be the best quality out of the list because of this. BK Lounge is number one. Now, why is BK? No, see, this is where it gets confusing. So let's back up and read this again. According to certified nutritionist and celebrity chef Serena Poon, meat used in fast food burgers usually come from industrial farms that is, quote, laden with antibiotics, right? She's also an actress. Apparently. And then, well, it says celebrity. 
And then it says, when it comes to determining the quality of beef, a good starting point is the annual chain reaction score from the U.S. Public Interest Research Groups, which assign letter grades to fast food chains. So, according to these two examples, bad food would be full of antibiotics and have a low scorecard, right? Mm-hmm. Because, once again, Ms. Serena Poon says meat used in fast food are usually comes from industrial farms that are laden with antibiotics. So, if that's the case, why is Burger King getting an F, but Burger King has a no antibiotics policy on its beef? So, now I'm confused because, according to Serena Poon, they should be the best because they are not laden with antibiotics, but they're still getting an F on the chain reaction force scorecard. It's a good question. I think it's a biased story. Number two, Arby's. Arby's is another popular fast food joint that has no public antibiotic policies. And if you really want to get into the down and dirty of it, we can all oblige with the deep dive. It has also been getting an F. So I am done with this article because you're contradicting yourself by saying things with latent antibiotics are bad and the low scorecard is bad, but the first two examples have no antibiotics and still getting Fs. So these are all a wash. Sonic stopped using antibiotics in their chicken and also get an F. She went to UC Berkeley. Jack and a crack. Ooh, they got a she new was, logo. She was a chef for Hugh Hefner. Jana Crack received a resounding F. Yeah, so Dairy Queen Domino's. Where did McDonald's fall? Pub- so, okay, we won't, I'm just going to skip the definitions because they're fucked up. Arby's is number two. Sonic is number three. Jack and Crack is four. Dairy Queen is five. Domino's is number six. Domino's has stated that intends to trend transition to pork and beef source from animals raised without the routine use of medically imported antibiotics. Uh, Pizza Hut, number seven. Number eight, Little Caesars. How do you feel about... dollar pizzas, how good can the meat be? It's been reported that Panda Express has policies in place for its chicken, but have no policies recording regarding the antibiotics, beef, another F. So stay away from Panda Express. Uh, BW3s. Now is that Buffalo Wild Ring Wing or is that Buffalo Wings and Right? Because it's Buffalo Wild Wings, another chain yeah. without policy, and another F. Now this is really concerning. Starbucks, oh, you like your beat up. Well, yeah, <laughs> but what? Well, they I don't get, even have a grill there, so how? Maybe good there's. Is well, what meat do they serve? I guess maybe they're sausage patties. So basically, it's like warmed up. Remember the old Roach coaches back in Columbus, and it was basically gas, warmed up gas station food. Vending machine food. Vending machine. That's exactly food. what Starbucks is because if you go in their morning, you see them opening up the boxes and dumping it in. It's pre-packaged vending machine. Food. You imagine the amount of preservatives in that shit. Taco Bell number twelve. And yeah, it's one of the worst offenders. McDonald's isn't even on the list, which is surprising. Actually, I think they use a decent grade beef, believe it or not. This song came on on Pandora the other day, and we won't play the whole thing, but. I was laughing. Let me see when this song came out. We know that some people like just die hard conspiracy conspiracy theorists, right? Yep. You ever heard of Vinny Paz? Yes, he is part of uh, shit out of Brooklyn, I think. They're part of the uh, whole Jedi mind tricks and et cetera, yep. et cetera. This song came out in 2010. 
Mm-hmm. Now for funsies, listen to the lyrics. I'm not going to play the whole thing. And keep in mind, this came out 12 years ago. So those of you on Facebook may not be able to hear this. Nah, they'll probably be able to hear it. but Because we don't have enough viewers that Facebook even knows what we're doing. I want you to listen to these lyrics and listen to what he's saying. And just remember this was 12 years ago. And then pretend that you're his roommate during the pandemic. <laughs> you ready? Go for it. So if he was saying this stuff 12 years ago, imagine how chaotic your apartment would be during quarantine, during the pandemic. Oh, I forgot to unmute Google Chrome. Because I was listening to this, and I'm like, if he was this bad in 2010, I could not imagine what he was saying during the pandemic. When you're being fundamentally manipulated and dictated one form of dictatorship is being in a prison cell and you can see the bars and touch it. The other one is sitting in a prison cell, but you can't it's see the It's actually a good song, but the lyrics free. are just out there. What the human race is suffering from is mass hypnosis. We are being hypnotized by people like this. News readers. Song's called End of Days. Teachers. Lectures. Oh yeah, I know this song. We are in a country and in a world that is being run by unbelievably sick people the chasm between what we're told is going on and what is really going on is absolutely enormous it's like we all know what's going down but no one's saying to what happened to the home of the brave these motherfuckers they control us now and no one's talking about how they made us fight and be slaves and everybody's just walking around heading the clouds who won't awaken to a dead in the grave but then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up Welcome to the end of day Everybody is slave, only some are aware That the government releasing poison in the air That's the reason I collect so many guns in my lair I ain't never caught slipping, never underprepared Yeah, they shade sign on me, they just break it proudly George Bush, the grandson of Alistair Crowley They want you to believe the lie that the enemy's Saudi The enemy ain't Saudi, the enemy around me It's fluoride in the water, but nobody know that It's also a prominent Ingredient Prozac. For real? How could any government bestow that? A pie people who believe in political throwback. That's not all that I'm here to present you. I know about the Black Pope and Solomon's Temple. Yeah. About the Vatican assassins and how they will get you. And how they clone Barack Hussein Obama in a test tube. It's like we all know what's going down, but no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brain. Hold on, wait till next verse and I'll turn it off. The next chorus, I'm sorry. No verse. Whoever built the pyramids had knowledge of electrical power And you know that that's the information that they suppress and devour Who you sick the motherfuckers that crashed in the tower Who you sick that made it turn into ash in an hour The same ones that invaded your own The ones that never told you about the skeletons on the moon Yeah, the ones that poison all the food you consume The ones that never told you about the Mount Vesuvius tombs The bird flu is a lie, the swan flu is a lie Why would that even come as a surprise? Yeah, the polio vaccine He's talking about how the polio vaccination caused cancer, how bird flu and swine flu was a lie. Could you imagine being his roommate during the fucking pandemic? Oh, it'd be insane. Oh, I mean, once again, this is 2010, and he's talking about the bird flu and the polio vaccinations. 
he had to been bouncing off the fucking walls going insane with all the COVID stuff. I would not want to be his roommate. I'm surprised he didn't reissue like a new version of that song. Nah. I don't know if he's still around, but I'm sorry. This is the cutest dog in the world. So Bailey, come here. Hey, come here. Guess we have to have the hold on. Bailey, the listeners and the the okay. Hold on. For those of you listening at home, you'll be able to participate in the visual cuteness that is the dog battle. Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Now, I will say Bailey is fatter. <laughs> She's yeah. been consuming bird food that falls on the floor. Look at this. Look at this, man. This Look is, at the bebop. This bebop. Is, this is cute. Mr. Oliver Underfoot Abernathy. Why is he underfoot? Because he's always okay. underfoot. Roll call. Let me hear the names. How many names does Oliver have? Uh, Mr. Oliver the Bonnie Prince of Aggie Court Oliver Abernathy. That's just one. Oh, oh, Ollie Dog, O Dog. Um, he's also known as Coleslaw or Slaw. Um, God, there's so many. They usually just roll off my tongue. This is Bailey, Bebop, Bebop, Blue Bop, Bailey Boo, Honey Bear, oh, Sugar also, Britches. He, he's also Fart Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got Fart Box. You got, you know, Stinky McGee. And her most important Puffers. role in the house is Bathroom Sentry. Uh, his is. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we inadvertently made her a, more of a bathroom sentry than a dog normally is because when she was a puppy <laughs> and Carrie was playing Xbox at night and I would go in there to take a shower and read, I would just put her in the locker in the bathroom. So now anytime I'm in the bathroom, she just lays on the rug in front of the bathtub. Well, now I will say one thing about the Cavaliers. They are drama queens, so they do get a little exaggerated like they're getting hurt or or something. When, we go, when he goes to the vet, evidently, to get shots, he has to go into the other room. Huh. You'll see it, and it's just so you know. They're not tough dogs. He's empathetic, is what you're saying. No, he's definitely not pathetic. No, empathetic. Empathetic? Oh yes, he's definitely empathetic. Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. You can't pull the both are cute card, Mom. That doesn't work. She's saying both are cute. That doesn't work. Anyhow, how are you, Gordon? I'm good. But there was a flamingo. A you know, flamingo you know about flamingos. Flamingo. You live in a, a flamingo state, and hell, we got a flamingo hotel. Actually, here we go. Actually, the flamingos is more of a Miami tourist thing that they import yep. them. I'm sure. Just did like you, palm trees in Vegas. Did you know, I'm sure you knew, but those you listening at home, did you know why flamingos are pink? It probably has to do with the krill or whatever the hell they're eating. I was going to say, they're not, natural, they're not pink in the wild. They're pink at those places because they feed them inordinate amounts of shrimp. Shrimpy dimpy. So there was a flamingo. A flamingo? Flamingo. Uh-huh. I mean, the news is pretty pathetic this week. I will go ahead and, and put it out there. Flamingo that had escaped a Kansas zoo in 2005 has been spotted in Texas. How do they know it's the same one? I bet it's got a, a chip in it. A band? Or a chip or both. We're going to find out possibly in this story because I didn't read it. I just pulled it down. Yeah. 
one because that worked two, out so well with my food meat story. <laughs> one of two flamingos that escaped from a Kansas zoo during a storm 17 years ago has been spotted off the coast of Texas, according to wildlife officials. The Coastal Fisheries Division of Texas Parks and Wildlife confirmed on Tuesday to the uh, AP, where I got the story from, that the African flamingo, known as number 492, because of the number on its leg band, there you go, was captured on a video shot, how, did, how high def was this video, shot March 10th by an environmental activist located near Port Lavaca, It had to be Texas. pretty fucking high def. They were able to read the leg band. I mean, hell, yeah, half, no the, shit, half right? the cameras that banks can't even read the fucking face of someone's T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. At Rhodes Point, in, located in Cox Bay, the officials were able to make out the bird's leg band on the video. The bird and another flamingo had escaped the Sedgwick County Zoo, which is located in Wichita, on a stormy night, June 2005. Employees have not yet clipped the Jesus. I was in Big Sky then. Empo, employees had not yet clipped the birds' wings to prevent them from flying away, which uh, obviously helped them fly the nest, so to speak. While other flamingos were never, while the other flamingo was never seen again, probably got a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, number four ninety two actually has been spotted several times in Wisconsin, Louisiana, and Texas. Never made it to Miami though. I mean, as far as a birds fly that's really not that far of a travel no sometimes he's hanging out with other wild flamingos according to officials and it has been uh two years since the bird was last seen in texas so officials have never made plans to recapture number 492. i'm beginning to feel like i'm, I'm reading a story about squid games mm-hmm. despite the si- sightings uh saying there is no easy way to do so without disturbing the other wildlife so if he ends up down in Ding Darling, everything's good. Mm-hmm. Um, the escaped flamingos, known for their distinctive pink feathers and long legs and necks, were born in Africa and then shipped to the Kansas Zoo in 2004 with 39 others. Remember there was a story about a Thai restaurant called Secret Siam with the, uh, here in Vegas with the cannabis issues? Yes. Well, it's kind of interesting. The uh, Secret of Siam, this is a little, little more into the story. It's it's evolving. Secret Siam, which is located in Northwest Valley and is a restaurant being investigated for adulterated food, had nine suspected cases in total <laughs> they, they of cannabis-related a... tampering and two confirmed cases in February. They need a new title for that. That sounds like a restaurant you go to cheat on your significant other. Mm, maybe there is a secret of Siam. In February, now according to the investigation, food. <laughs> well, maybe that should be the name of a new restaurant. Um, according to the investigation conducted by the uh, Southern Nevada Health District, or as commonly known around here as SNHD, uh, the commonality was actually the curry powder. According to food inspection records obtained by uh, one of our local news stations, the curry served at the eatery located uh, up in Centennial Boulevard. And um, with this common thread of each case and the contamination, uh, the dates are saying is between February 2nd, 5th, and 7th, and 11th, according to documents. Uh, during an initial inspection on February 10th, authorities really didn't find any evidence. I was going to say, you didn't say update. This is an update to a previous well, this is, yeah, story. I did. I did, oh, I did okay. say it's, it's, it's evolving. Update 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 so they they uh 
they really think so they checked the spices in the food prep area in the storage and didn't see anything unusual no unusual spices no unusual additives uh and then they they could not validate this complaint however on the 14th more groups of diner, diners uh, reported similar symptoms and they cited green and um, the green and pang curry as dishes eaten at the establishment during the period so during the joint investigation with uh metro the city's business licensing division and s and hd they worked out to uh source the allegations of the restaurant and they really think it's coming in from the curry powder wherever they got it from hmm. so, so the hypothesis yeah. of an employee making a special batch for a party and then leaving it there on accident that's probably not going to fly yeah, so at the end of the day they're 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 thinking they got a bad batch from somewhere it may not have been a reputable source well, see what it Maybe was they bought is, it at the swap meet or, i don't know well see what what happened was is um when they imported all the uh coke they had to put curry powder around it to throw off the smell of the the, the dogs and it's then they can, it's cannabis not coke well th- when they imported the illegal cannabis they had to put pounds of curry powder around it and in, some of it in, got mixed in, and then in, they, in a state where recreationally it's legal but it's kind of interesting and they didn't want well you know if, if i don't know but clearly maybe it was used in uh, smuggling and then you know you don't want to and i think that may be the case you don't want to turn your back on a couple of thousand dollars worth of curry sales so you just break it off and sell it too and i'm a fan of thai food that's just good uh cape coral man you started off with a rough day well we're going to end with making it a little bit rougher you were bitching about the water being down. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the water on the canal we were at two days ago was three feet lower than the last time we were out there. Well, because of this, welcome to the desert, motherfucker. Cape Coral is issuing two things. They're issuing an emergency water shortage advisory for irrigation. Meaning so you're you can telling me i got to wa- turn off my sprinklers now? You can only water two days a week. Already have that, been for years, so that, that hasn't changed. And they're ban- doing a temporary burn ban. Okay, I was going to say, I've already gotten my PP slap for having my sprinklers running on the wrong day because my sprinkler lost power and CMOS batteries dead and didn't have the right And day. Cape Coral says the burn ban will continue until the local drought index is below 600 for seven it's, consecutive days. I care, You know, I cannot tell you the last time we had a rainstorm that lasted longer than 10 minutes in the last six months. It's been that bad. So no, no, no fire pits, no campfires. No permitted burns like bonfires or land clearing burns. Can that you is, use a fire like a? No, well, you can get around that by burning some wood in your cheap. They're also asking for the community to be vigilant, and this is where it may get a little difficult around there, and not disposing of lit smoking materials outdoors, including from car windows. The That's why California. For, that's why they were so big on sm- anti-smoking. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the health benefits, but you throw a cigarette out of your car, you burn the whole fucking state down. And ATVs can only be used on paved gravel or dirt surfaces with mm-hmm. no grassy areas. Hot exhaust pipes cause problems. You problem. got it. There's been times where I parked my truck in an empty field. I'm concerned that the exhaust pipe might start a fire. Last, uh, last story is from Florida. Florida. It's probably a beat story. You hear it every year, but it's coming out of Panama City Beach. And the Rowdy Spring Breakers. Oh, yes. by the way, it was spring break. Sorry, I don't want to go to the beach. I make a tendency to protect myself from the sun when I'm out fishing all the time. But mm-hmm. um, 
on but the day. But do you use sunscreen? Yes, but I forgot to when I went to the beach, and it was just a day of pale skin and bad tattoos. I was lying out there for three hours. I got such a bad sunburn. Like, I'm peeling. I, you guys see me, like, right now on the camera. I'm, like, literally peeling all the skin off me. It's like you would think somebody's out fishing on boats who protects himself from the sun five days a week. The one time, first time I've been to the beach since 2021, I forget. Oh, it's only three hours and it's cloudy. I got the shit burnt out of me. Yeah, it only takes about 45 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, Rowdy Spring Break crowds have forced curfews and led some establishment to close their doors from Miami Beach to Florida's Panhandle. Woo, doggies. Does that include you guys, too? No, um, that's all East Coast. Well, the panhandle's not, though. It's Yeah, that's up and around. Maybe this go... We have low standards out here. Yeah. yeah. Pale skin and tattoos, apparently. Pale skin um, and bad tattoos. Bad tattoos, Bad tattoos. Yes. I've got one or two of those. Law enforcement in uh, Bay County, Florida, said Sunday that they will not tolerate any bad behavior. Evidently, there was, like, some guys with some... Oh, there it is. It's further down in the story. Bad behavior from spree breakers after 21-year-old from Alabama was shot in the foot Sunday during a sh- shooting in Panama City. The crowd had been there here this weekend. There's no word that words that can sh- describe the way they behaved yeah, themselves. Conducted themselves and the amount of laws they had broken, according to Panama City Beach Police Chief J.R. Calamantes. On Sunday? After the shooting, we are doing the best we can to manage the situation. So here's what happened. Police received the word that a large crowd was no, out of no, control. No, just not to interrupt you, but to be hip, you got to say, so what happened was, and then you go to it. Right, Here what happened. No, so what happened was. Here what happened. So what happened was. Police received word that a large crowd was, well, they're out of control just yeah, before the word. shooting happened on Sunday afternoon. Six people were detained. No shit. And officials. No. Most things are out of control leading up to a shooting. <laughs> Said the they can be charged a, with when's the last a, time you've been to a calm back, backyard party where everybody's just leaning back, burning one down, and a shooting erupts? No, there's always debauchery and chaos. That's what leads to said shooting. Well, they, are, they could be charged with attempted murder relating to that shooting. Law enforcement, how many guns did law enforcement confiscate? I don't know. How many people were at the party? 75. Sounds about right. You know, living in Florida, it's easier for me to tell you how many people I know who don't own and carry firearms on a daily basis than it yeah. is for me to tell you how many people do. Same here. I was at Publix yesterday, and the lady in the line behind me, so not staying behind me in line, but actually the other cashier was on the phone. Yeah, I thought about getting a holster, but I don't want to have to wear baggy clothes because that's the problem the men face. What's well, interesting? Welcome to Florida. Out of the 161 people that were booked in the county jail, 78 of them were from Alabama. Each one of these 75 illegal firearms, okay, number one, what made them illegal, represents violent armed encounter with law enforcement. So were they non serial numbered? Were they brandished about? I'm sure a lot of unexposed? them were. I'm sure a lot of them were in possession I mean, by minors. Were they. Oh, yeah, they. Well, I don't know. Or were they drunk, and that's why they're illegal? Oh yes, that's why they're illegal. Because in the state of Florida, you you can conceal carry, but not while drinking. And if you're at a premise that serves alcohol, such as well, one you can't be in a bar at all. But like if you're in a neighborhood restaurant 
waiting for your food. You have to be sitting at the booth or in the lobby. You cannot be sitting at a bar with your firearm. Well, now I can play the one-upmanship of my state's freer than yours for the time being. You can be in a bar, and as long as you're under .08, you can have a firearm. Yeah, but you got to have a concealed permit to carry a firearm on your own fucking property. Yeah, but if you open carry, you can open carry anywhere. That's just weird. It is weird. But uh, it is what it is. I'm waiting for our governor just to fucking roll out the open I think you're all next on that because there's now 24 states that are constitutional carry. I'm going to go up to Montana this fall, and all the states I'm traveling in once I leave here is constitutional carry states. Well, the problem is is we got Orlando, Tampa, and Miami and um, to yeah. contend with Jacksonville. Those are high high liberal areas. Uh, is Miami that high liberal? Because a lot of the people from Cuba are like well, super the white folk are, but the, but the Cubans, Cubans are not. Are. They're conservative for the most part, right? Correct. Which was a big shock to the liberal systems when the Cubans started voting for. Don't you know where these Orange people or their ancestors came from? Yeah, but hold on. All right. Now I know Whoop, wrong one. to do what we do. Wrong board. Sorry, that's not the board. I was I was going to go ahead and put this out there because I know I'm going to piss somebody off. So here we go. I'm just a preemptive. He did it again. Caused trouble. Hurt someone's feelings. <clears throat> Yet he didn't want to do it. Yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out how you can help. Write Better Mental Health, Box 3000, New York 1, New York. There's some people in the world who claim... I'm not saying this is me, but there's some people who claim the most racist party is the left wing. There's also people who... Well, I can kind of see where that's coming from. Seeing how it was the Democratic Party for including class claim, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they're the ones who keeps bringing race into that. There's the some man. people who claim that the reason the Democratic Party are for open borders is because the Hispanic community coming from Mexico tend to lean, to vote for Democrats. So if you have a racist party and they just assume that all Hispanics are the same, whether they're from Cuba or Mexico, then you might be surprised when you find out the Cubans aren't down for communism. They're going to vote Republican where they're expecting them to the vote. People who come from Venezuela is probably the same Exactly. Way. So they're like, hmm. So, yeah, that's probably why they're a little surprised. I've known, and it's not just Cuba. I've known, I know people out here... I live in probably one of the most diverse cities in the country. I live in a state right off of the tropics, and I've had clients from all sort of islands down below here who've come from communist-ran countries who, when Obama was in office, and these people were... Nervous? No, they were, I was going to say African-American, but they were from the tropic islands, so they weren't Americans, but they were black folk, and they were like... Some Haitian, some from Bahamas, Dominica, just Republic. Dominica, all of them down. They're like, you know, we came here to get away from all this shit, and we they weren't they weren't down for the cause then, and they sure shit ain't gonna be down for now. I know people out here, a lot of people from the uh, former Soviet Union countries, mm-hmm. and they are pretty darn patriotic. I got a naturally. I got a I'll client like. who's from freaking uh, Sweden, and he's super concerned with what with everything in the world and. He's super concerned. Well, about they're not part of NATO either. So well, not know. that, but he's like super. You know, everybody's. You know, when it comes to technology, he's like trying to figure out how to go off grid and still maintain his business. He's like super concerned with all that stuff. Yep. 
That is it for the news. Before we wrap it up, we haven't done one of these in a while, and I forgot all about this show, and I realized I was watching it, so we're going to do one on the fly. What's that? Not, not the song? What, what, what the hell? Oh, God damn it, Don. You try God to be, damn it, Bobby. You try to be cool. You try to get everything prepped. You try to roll right into it. So let's try this. Jumping Jehovah. He stubbed his toe again. I did. I was trying to. Here we go. Let's try this again. See how good that sound that time? It's just mad that we're here again, isn't it? I got a link. Spain and Morocco. About to come true with a big bit. More money than you've ever seen in your life. You want to be a part of it or what? It's just a first step. I have a plan. You're showing him. You're gonna put me away. You can help us with that. We got a problem. I need someone to go out there and fix it. You think I forgot? The Shane don't speak for me. You look at me wrong, you're done. Netflix series Top Boy. This is actually the trailer for season two they just announced. But Top Boy, which came out in 2019, as you can hear by the accents, takes place in the United Kingdom. About four um, gentlemen and ladies who are trying to become head honcho and the drug kingpins of the streets of the United Kingdom. And uh, it's it's a very, it's a very good show, but as you can hear between them and the, the Jamaicans, Carrie and I are watching this show. Even though it's filmed in Britain with subtitles on, because some of the accents are so thick, you're like, "What?" And and the crazy thing is, so like they're in season one, they're in Jamaica, right? And in certain scenes, and Carrie's like, "What did he say?" I was like, "I don't know." Turn on subtitles. They didn't fucking help because when the Jamaicans were talking, the subtitles were spelled in the Jamaican slang, and they're talking. Like, what the fuck? Like when they say "in it," it's "i n n i t" instead of, instead of "isn't it." They say "in it," and I apparently apparently um, over in the UK amongst the uh, the the road crew as they call it or the street gangs, they they make this sound that the subtitles refer to as kissing teeth going. So, so there's a lot of he sighs. So and so kissed teeth, and then the other one kisses. So like you're reading the subtitles, like what the hell's kissing teeth? And you don't realize that they make these sounds until you're reading the subtitles. But it's so insane when you're watching the subtitles of the Jamaicans and you can't even still know what the fuck they're saying because it's written in like misspelled street slang. It's so fucking funny, but it's a great show. Scottish language is like that too. Yeah, I think Carrie has to watch Peaky Blinders with subtitles, but I can make it through that one all right. No, that's Eng- yeah, that's English and Irish, but the Scottish, it's even deeper. It's crazy. Some of the foreign shows I watch, which kind of shows how dumb we Americans are or how egotistical we are, because mm-hmm. like you watch, um, there's a great show called Bombardment. It's about the world, a true story of World War II where the Gestapo had a headquarters in um, Denmark at um, uh, Copenhagen, and the Danish not the dip either. The Danish. Uh, yeah right. 
the Danish resistance wanted the RAF to bomb the Gestapo headquarters, even though they right. knew the Gestapo knew. So the Gestapo put 30 prisoners in the attic saying, hey, it's our human shield. You bomb us. You killed 30 Danish prisoners. And I, I, I deal with this a lot with foreign-made World War II movies. When we watch American-made World War II movies, unless it's Japanese, um, most of the time... Not all the time, but a lot of times, like, the Germans are speaking English with an accent so they don't have to put the subtitles on there. Think of, like, A Hunt for Red October. You know, if you're watching, yeah. like, A Save of Private Ryan, there's so there's so few German dialogue that they will speak German, but if there's a lot of dialogue, they'll just have them speak English with a German accent so you don't have to deal with the subtitles. When you watch those movies, the British speak proper English, the Russians are speaking Russians, the Germans are speaking German, the the Italians are speaking Italians. The Danish are and you speaking. You got to figure it out. <laughs> and so it's one minute there's subtitles, and the next minute there's not. And it's 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 really cool to just watch those movies mm-hmm. and the proper sound, because well, as you and I've discussed before, Netflix needs to hire a new crew of VO people because their VO VO yeah. work is not that great. And, on a lot and of Outlander, shows. they'll slip between Gaelic and they don't subtitle it at all. Yeah, and Gaelic's a pretty dead language, so it's even more interesting. But that is going to wrap it up for this. Nope. Go One more thing. One more thing. I got a band. Oh, yes. We're going to play Choose a we're Song. And see dig Deep. It on here. It's not a song. It's going to be a band. Okay. Now, keep in mind, I don't have a find function, so I got to go through this alphabetically, so it may take me a moment. Choose the band. We start with a G. Okay. Gas oh, Huffer. Oh, 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 I can tell you right now, I don't have that. So you Dang. You said you'd have everything. I, well, I don't. Gas Huffer was a local band. No, it was not. They were out of Seattle. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't big enough that I would have downloaded it illegally in the late 90s. Um, what do we even have in the GAs? How about ministry? Okay, let's zip on down to the M's, ABCDFG. Let me get past the long eyes. <laughs> let's see if you got New World Order. Uh, oh, hold Since on. that was in the news recently. A, B, C, D, F, G, J, J, K, L, K. K's, M, oh, the unknowns broke it up. Wow, really? Mm. I, no, wait a minute. There's some M's down here below the N's. No, I just went past all. I gotta have ministry on here. I just went past all the nine inch nail stuff. Mickey Avalon, that's an M. Got a bunch of Cottonmouth you, Kings. Anyhow. Evil Mothers. No, you had all those CDs. Um, yeah, Marilyn Manson. Uh, I do have this song though. We'll just go with this one. For all you Donnie Darko fans out there, this is a remake of An Excess, but I like the song version better. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for their daily races. Tears are filling up their glasses, no expression. This has been a Digital 410 production.